Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 96, Don't Fear the Reapers. I love Blue Oyster Cult. August 19th, 2012. Thank you for coming back to another episode of our podcast. Two weeks out. Two and a half, I think. Son of a bitch. Or almost three. I don't know. Anyway, so, uh, yes, thank you for putting up with our little hiatus. Thank you for letting us know that you're out there listening. The people who are uh, wondering where we've been. Um, it's just been a hectic couple weeks. Uh, really, not much more to say than that. I had a birthday and anniversary within two weeks of each other. And, yeah, and so um, with me this week, huh? And you were touching yourself a lot. Of course. With me this week, I have Frank. What's up? And Patrick. What'd it do? Um, so really no podcast news except that the poll is still open for our season three of Verses. So go to our website and vote for who you want to see in that. Other I want to know, know who voted for Brandon Inge. Who is that anyway? He's the A's third baseman. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so yeah, go ahead and go over and I there. I swear it wasn't me. Go over there and vote. See who you <laughs> want to be, who you, who you want to put in the tournament. Um, right now we've gotten gotten some good submissions. We we'd like um, as many as possible. I think it's going to be another two weeks before we uh, start season three. Um, and that's about it for podcast news. So let's get right right into what we've been playing. Uh, I have been playing a ton of games. In hours, but not in numbers. So, mine are pretty simple. I picked up Tales of Graces F for the PlayStation 3. Been um, playing that. I think I put maybe eight hours into it. It's a really awesome game. Best of the Tales series so far. If you like the Tales series, I, I highly suggest go and um, check this out. Go and buy this game and play it. Uh, it from what I understand... It's one step above Tales of Vesperia, which I never played, so I really can't compare it, but that's what I've heard. And the only better Tales game has not come out in America yet, and, and that's uh, the one that will be out in America next year, actually. Uh, so if you're looking for a good JRPG, I highly suggest going and uh, buying Tales of Graces F. Other than that, I kind of reactivated my account on WoW a couple days ago. What? Yeah. And just to give an overview of what I've done, I, I'm i on a different friend's server. Uh, I created a Death Knight, and I got him from um, starting to level 65 in three days, which isn't that hard anymore. Uh, what, have you, they start at like 55, right? Death Knight? They st- well, after you get out of their starting zone, they start at 56. Oh, okay. Or 58. 58, yeah. Because basically you can go right into Outlands. You don't need to worry about going <laughs> leveling at all. Have you leveled uh, a character since Cataclysm at all? Uh, Cataclysm? <laughs> yeah, I didn't um, mean to say Cataclysm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I have like, you know, like a bunch of characters that are like spread out. So I did one from 0 to 62. And then I've done a couple that were like around their 70s and or 80s. And uh, level them up a little, but I wouldn't say I did all the from zero to eighty-five. But I've done pretty much most of it. 
Okay. All different characters. Because I know from level um, 60 to 70 is so quick now. Outlands? Really? It, yeah, it's, it's really quick. Huh. Oh, that's cool because I remember that was like one of the parts that they didn't update. Yeah, they so, they what they did well, change for was a good while. yeah what they did change was the amount of XP required and the amount of XP you got. Yeah. So I mean, I was I was averaging a level and a half a day in in like maybe four hours, three hours of game, probably about three hours of gameplay average, um, just mixing in dungeons and uh, questing. Yeah. Uh, and and Outlands, if you remember right, it was. Before they changed, it was like, you're lucky to get one level every, like, five, six hours, you know? Yeah, like, even when they made the whole game easier, that was one of the places they didn't really touch. Yeah. Like, so a year or two ago, I, I remember it still being, like, a grind. Like, you do zero to 60 in, like, a couple weeks. Yeah, and I remember. And then you get to Outlands, and then it's, like, a good month or so. Well, not a month, but, you know, like, depending on how much time you had to play, it would, it would be significantly more than zero to 60. Yeah. And, you would get to 70, and then all of a sudden it speeds up again. Yep, and, and they've made it a lot better, especially with the Dungeon Finder, it, where you know you just say, hey, I want a DPS in any dungeon I qualify for. And usually the queue time, even even in Outlands, is, is under 10 minutes. Cool. So, I mean, one day, the first day I started playing, um, well, not the first day, but the first day I got into Outlands with my Death Knight, I did like six dungeons within like maybe three hours. Because dungeons only take 15 to 20 minutes now. Wow. You don't even need a proper team anymore, although the dungeon finder makes sure you have, uh, you know, three DPS, a tank, and a healer. But you don't really even need that. I mean, it's more like if you have uh, a tank, well, you could you could literally three-man them now. A tank, a healer, and a DPS could three-man pretty much any of the dungeon, low, or the, up until slave pins is what I've done, so. Yeah. It's pretty interesting, um, the changes in Outland. They just made it easier all around, just kind of threw it in there like, oh, well, you know, we, we, there's not much content here anymore, so just get through it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So pretty interesting. Um, I'm mainly playing to get ready for the expansion, which I know, I think it was only about a month ago, I was like, I probably won't be getting and all this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, things change, and... Um, I had so many friends telling me, oh, yeah, I'm back into WoW, and I'm playing WoW, and all this stuff. I think three or four people were telling me in the last two months. And so I started looking into a few things, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to start my account again. <laughs> sure enough, I did. But that's all I've been playing. That's where all my time has gone. Um, however, I will be – I know for sure my next podcast will have more games, but that's to talk about in the news. So we'll, uh, I'll talk about that later. Frank, what have you been playing? You know, I was actually considering um, playing WoW again. You know, like I played for a good month or two, huh? and then um, I just kind of stopped. And I canceled my account because I was like, well, I didn't play it for like two, three weeks, whatever. So um, I was debating on um, getting into that again, but I think I'm going to probably wait a week or two because um, the demo – I mean, not the demo. The the expansion comes out like late with, with late September or something. September 22nd. September, yeah. So I'll probably wait till September to get back on it, but um, I definitely will again. The uh, just... uh, the opening trailer for Panda Pandaria came out yesterday, I think it was. If you get a chance, you should check it out. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I saw it this morning. And, okay, uh, Patrick, yeah. you should check it out. I know how much you love Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, even if you don't like uh, Wow, you know, you'll like the, the Pandas. I don't, <laughs> I don't like 
check out the cin- cinematic. It's pretty awesome. But um, but I was uh, debating on you know whatever uh, what I was going to play like online, uh, and I, I decided to hold off um, WoW for a couple weeks. But uh, I have been putting a lot of time into Mass Effect Three as of late, the multiplayer. Um, I think I'm at the point where I'm going to start taking shots at uh, completing the gold difficulty. Um, Silver's starting to become pretty easy now. Uh, it used to be hard, you know, when I first first uh, playing it and whatnot. But so uh, it makes it easier because you can only level to level twenty, right? Yeah. Well, a lot of the weapons I have are actually really nice now. So it's the weapons, not your level necessarily. Yeah. Um, and you get all these little uh, bonus items you could use, like for a mission, where you know you have like a. Uh, what is it, uh, armor-piercing ammo, or, like, you run a little faster, and those things upgrade, too, as you buy, like, the better packs, and granted, they're only, you know, they only can be used for one mission. You buy a lot of those, you know, like, I don't even really use them, and I have, like, uh, just hundreds of those little things, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, that I've kind of stockpiled, so. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, definitely the weapons help. Uh, A lot of the the weapons I, I used on bronze, I don't even use anymore. Um, it's pretty cool. It's just kind of a bummer. Um, a lot of the weapons, um, what is it? Uh, well, we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, now I'm, I'm well, I'm already like going to give it up, but anyway, a lot of the weapons weren't available on single player. Um, oh, okay. so a lot of the weapons that are really cool. You don't see except when you play multiplayer, but they actually did just recently add a, I don't know if I'm giving away the news, but they recently did, uh, put out like a $2, um, pack so you could use those weapons in single player too now oh interesting it's kind of weird but um yeah like there's some pretty cool ones there's this little pistol that shoots uh these little like sticky grenades oh i think and i got that one that one's a lower level one right or maybe it's upgraded it it's it's a lower level one but uh i got it to like rank three or four now it's, it's okay. pretty cool and uh there's just a lot of really powerful weapons and you know you learn the you know your character and everything and i've played most of uh the classes by now so yeah kind of got like the one that i know when i when i'm seriously like when i when i try to actually win a match like a difficult one Uh i have like one or two characters i use the other ones i'll just use to gain um uh i'll play on bronze and just use them to kind of farm you know uh money yeah but um yeah it's it's mainly just the weapons there's still a couple weapons i haven't got yet it's it's kind of annoying um I notice a lot of people who play Soldier use this one weapon called, like, the Phazon or something. And um, I still haven't got it. I, I probably bought, like, hun- like well, not hundreds, but, like, 10, 10 or so or 10, 15 of those Spectre packs or whatever. Uh-huh. And I still keep getting, like, random weapons that I don't use. Like, I have seven, like, sniper rifles, and a lot of them are upgraded to, like, level 4 or 5. But I don't use sniper rifles, so yeah, <laughs> it didn't, didn't do me any good to buy, like, all those uh, Spectre packs. But, um... Um, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I've, I've also been playing a lot of Gears of War 3 online. Um, I'm still... I, I don't know. I, I probably should go on with Patrick sometime, but I'm still hesitating from trying the new modes just because I don't know what they are. Which uh, Like Guardian and stuff? Yeah. Like, I, Gar- I don't even know well, what I mean, it's to pretty. It's pretty much... Okay, Guardian is... Um, you have your the leader, right? It's either Chairman Prescott or or uh, Queen Mara, yeah. and pretty much you want to protect them. 
and uh, try to kill the other uh, leader. But as, if you die, you can you continuously spawn until they kill your leader. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but once your leader gets killed, then you can't respawn anymore. Oh, okay. So yeah, that, I, that's, and that's actually pretty much all I've been playing is Guardian. <laughs> cool. That sounds cool. Actually, it's, it sounds like a battlegrounds. In wow, is um uh, not is at the all. leader um well. <laughs> is the leader um playable or is that just like yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it randomly, uh, randomly each person on the team becomes a leader at one point. Um, oh, interesting. That's even cooler. So, like, um, you know, yeah. So exactly. So you you have a chance to fight back and have them run instead of just like the bot running out there saying, "Hey, look at me." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just curious because um, I haven't tried a lot of the the new modes yet. Well, you know, the modes they added with the last uh, patch yeah. or not patch, but um, what is it? The DLC. Um. So I just didn't want to jump in there and be like, hey, what am I supposed to... Oh, crap, I died. Oh, I was supposed to do that. Like, sorry, guys. <laughs> Messed up the whole mission. You know, you know I'll, be, I'll end up being leader and just run out there and get killed right away. And like, that was cool, right? Like, you know. So, um, I don't know. I was going to Google some of them. I just didn't want to go in there and completely uh, not know what I was doing. But um, I think I'm going to have to because I noticed a lot of the older modes, um, the traffic on... Uh, uh, you know the groups forming for those modes uh, is kind of starting to go down a little. Um, where sometimes you, you know, like where it'll say how many players are in each mode or whatever, and some of the newer ones, like sometimes I'll notice have like more people on it. Maybe it's just the time I play, but uh, I don't know. But I'm I'm definitely gonna get give those a try eventually. It's just for right now, I've just been playing multiplayer and horde. I mean, uh, team de- team deathmatch and horde. But uh, yeah. Um, Besides that, I played the Madden 13 demo. Uh, I don't know. I think it's just the same deal. Like every year, where I feel like I don't like it when I when I play the demo. Yeah. But um, I know I'll end up playing it. I'll end up buying it. I'll end up playing it like a mass amount, and then I'll end up liking. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what it is. Every year when I play the demo, I almost get uh, kind of disappointed. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just expect too much or something. Um, because you you played this too, right, Patrick? Yeah. And you, you know it's it's more realistic, but I don't know if you noticed it. Um, when you play, I think it was the Niners and Giants, or probably both games. Uh, when the game starts off, the sun's kind of like the angle of the sun is such that all your guys are like the, their backs are shadowed. Yeah. And when you're playing, and Say you're like the quarterback, right? And your back has a shadow on it. You can't really see your jersey. And when you're looking at the defense, they're facing you and the shadow's in their front. So you can't really see their jersey. So it just looks like a bunch of shadowy figures when you go to throw the ball. And sometimes it's not clear who's on your team, I guess. Yeah. And it's more realistic. Yeah, the sun, when you're at that angle and the sun's coming like that, it's, yeah, you can't really see your jersey, you know, but it just was kind of annoying. Um, that was the one kind of thing that kind of got me annoyed. Just because you couldn't tell who was who, like who was on each team. They both had kind of dark jerseys. Yeah. But um, it's something you'll probably get adjusted to though, real quickly after you play it for a little bit. Yeah, and and you know it's um, they changed the lighting based on the time of day, so it was only for the first quarter. Um, but again, just being picky. But it it was it was kind of annoying. It it did kind I don't know. It kind of got to me. I was like, this is this is kind of dumb. But um, again, you know, like I said, it's realistic, and 
it's just annoying. But uh, I, I'll, I'll likely get into the game. It's just I'm being probably just being picky. But for right now, it's just kind of like eh when I was playing the demo. Um, other than that, I just played a bunch of fighting game demos. Um, my friend was over, and uh, all the video game stores were already closed. And uh, I actually, now that I think about it, I could have probably just bought something on uh, Xbox. But um, uh, I don't know. We just wanted to play a fighting game, so I just literally downloaded hell just random ones um i'm gonna get one eventually i'm just undecided on what but yeah that's uh pretty much for me cool cool how about you pat i have an extremely long freaking list (laughs) but that's what happens when you we missed about two and a half weeks as you said yes sir so the natural one that comes first gears of war three of course of course. Yeah, if it didn't, I'd be surprised. Exactly. Um, like I said, uh, played um, a lot of Guardian. Shitload of Guardian. Yeah. And what, um, on there now. What's that? What level are you on there now? I am sixty uh, something prestige once. Oh, you overlap. Uh, yeah. I'm still 59, I think. Prestige? I, I, no. <laughs> I was 54 or something, but I, I got like four four or five levels the last week or two. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, the more you play, it's just like I said, for a while I wasn't playing at all, so that's why... Um, that's why... Uh, I, I kind of got behind. Like I was like right there with my brother for a while, and all of a sudden he's like a ninety something. He's getting ready to proceed the second time, and I'm like he hella left me behind. <laughs> um, been playing. Uh, in all honesty, if I would have like really got into this game last year, I think it might have been one of my game of the years. But Dead Island, <laughs> I fucking you've been love playing that game. thing nonstop. I fucking love that game, bro. <laughs> I mean, there's so like I said a couple times. I even put it on our our Facebook and like well, I was in the city and a fucking zombie was spawned inside of a trash can and he couldn't get out and he was just, like moving back and forth trying to get to me. It was yeah. Alert. But and then there was like in the jungle, um, uh, in the jungle, there's a like I was driving around and there was like a, a flowers that should be planted in the ground and they're floating in the air, not yeah. moving around, but they're in like one spot in the air. Yep. But it would, it whatever, dude. Uh, other than that, that game is it's just fucking fun as hell. Uh, played a lot of Halo Reach um, with a couple of friends I haven't played with in a while. Um, like I said, I just get on there and have fun. Uh, one of my friends got rid of Gears, so I jumped on some Black Ops with him. Played some Call of Duty. Uh, one of my other friends wanted to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, so I threw that in too. <laughs> played some of that. I downloaded the the uh, Cold Stream. Uh, DLC pack that came out a couple weeks ago for Left 4 Dead 2. And um, the funny thing is, is so on the cold stream they had the sacrifice, which is which originally came out on Left 4 Dead 1. Um, and um, what's it called? Uh, it, they also had it for Left 4 Dead 2 now, so I played that one first instead of playing some of the new stuff, which isn't really necessarily new stuff. It's pretty much like the original maps with like with the the new enemies and the uh, new characters, but it's still kind of fun to play, you know. Yeah, yeah. but I haven't done it yet. Um, 
one of my friends asked me to help him out on Borderlands, so uh, I jumped into Borderlands, and I kind of got into playing that again, so I might start uh, another playthrough just for a little bit, just to hold me over until Borderlands 2 comes out. Yep. Play the Madden 13 demo, like we said, I, but I, didn't, I, I, I played as uh, the Redskins playing against, was it the Seahawks? Yeah. Um... Uh, I thought it was pretty fun. There was a couple things I was kind of like, ah. But um, let's see. Then I went to a retro freaking mode. And I played Smash Brothers for Nintendo 64. Cool. That was, yeah, it was awesome. It's a great game. Um, Then I played some Donkey Kong Country for a while. Played like the first like map and a half. <laughs> nice. Started the Legend of Zelda over. <laughs> oh, for real? For Nintendo, sixty over uh, <laughs> regular Nintendo. Oh yeah. And then while I was playing that, I was like, "Man, I want to play some motherfucking Mario Brothers." So I played Mario Brothers One and Mario Brothers Three. Well, you should have uh, beat Legend of Zelda. You know, it only takes a half hour. <laughs> if you just rush through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, other than that, that's all I've been playing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding so, alright well what's coming out this yeah, next week here so 819 to 825 you got Counter Strike Global Offense for the Mac, the PC, the PS3 and the 360 new Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS Transformers Fall of Cybertron for PC, PS3 and the 360 and The Way of the Samurai 4 for the PS3 cool cool all right, well, that is um, that is that. So we're going to take a quick break, get into uh, some good news this week and some fan uh, communications, and then, yeah, grip. back from our break and going to get into some news stories this week nothing major uh no no real major news but we have a lot of smaller uh pieces actually we have a couple major news i guess but so i take back what i just said let's just get started patrick ea is refreshing the army of two franchise with a new game coming out on march two out march 2013 (laughs) army Two: the devil's cartel now let me get into this you know the movie that just came out recently? It might not even be theaters no more, but Savages? Uh, I think uh, I have it, but... The one, about, the one with um, Selma Hayek and the two guys who are like in the drug... They're selling drugs and stuff like that. And the, the funny thing is they also share the same chick. But um, they end up kidnapping her, and then they go going after her, right? Uh, uh, 
um, to get her back. Now, in the movie, they showed him wearing these masks. Now, when as soon as I saw that, before they showed it was for this movie Savages, I thought, I was like, did they make a movie out of Army of Two? Oh, I think I've seen that picture, actually. Okay, so, now, yeah. Yeah, and they dealt with the, the, the Mexican cartels and stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. And it turns out, okay, it's not Army of Two. Now, they got a game coming out. It's like they saw this and said, hmm, let's redo the franchise. It <laughs> takes place in Mexico. It's about the cartel. And the masks they show the guys wearing, and I'm hoping it's the same two characters from the first two games, but they didn't officially said. The masks look like the masks they were wearing in the movie. Interesting. And I'm just like, what What the hell did you really refresh if all you did was take an idea from a movie? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, let's bring out another game. I mean, often, now, will I still check it out probably because I'm a big Army of Two fan? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's kind of funny to me that it's, you know, over-refreshing it. But it's like, hmm, this kind of looks like the movie Savages that just came out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the masks. I see what you're saying. They're They're obviously different, but... There's similarities. Yeah. And it's, it's supposed to be like, it's kind of like in that Mexican Day of the Dead kind of artwork. Mm hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Well, Ubisoft is coming out with their own PC store uh, called Close Uplay store. PC. And it's going to be a lot like or, um, Origin that EA came out with, where basically that's the only place you'll start, you'll be able to get their games on PC. Um, yeah, it, it's basically, I mean, that's what it comes down to is another company's coming out with their own type of thing. And it just doesn't make sense to me. They should, you know, I mean, they, I guess it was too good to be true that Steam would last forever where all companies just went to Steam, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, if the more companies that do this, the more logins you have, the more chance of problems, the more, you know, these companies should just be like, I mean, Valve doesn't need money, but, you know, these companies should just be like, hey, Valve, let's make a deal, you know? Well, I, I mean, I get why they're doing it, but it is kind of silly how you need all these logins. Because even on Steam, um, some of their games now require you, like, once you launch it on Steam, you then have to log into the either the program or the website to play the games that you own on Steam. Yeah. So, um, like, I was going to play Tropico a while ago, but uh, I forgot my password, and... And then I, I got – well, no, I, I, I forgot my password for Steam because oh. um, me and my friends were using our both our accounts. So I forgot my password for Steam and I got on the Steam and then I launched Tropico and Tropico makes you um, uh, have a profile for their um, company. Yeah. I don't even know what company. It's like a small company. And I forgot my password for that and then so I, I got the password set and everything. And then, you know, it didn't take that long but, you know, four or five minutes of uh, – getting my passwords and then i was like yeah screw it i'm just gonna go make some eat <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i ended up making like tacos or something but um yeah but then like you know i'll have a password for when i play anno 2090 that one game i used to play uh-huh so i have to have create an account for ubisoft you play to play dust and um anno but then i play tropico and i need a password for that yep I mean, and, it's just the way things are going, but it's just, I don't know, it is kind of too much that I have, like, an account for, like, every single game company that, like, like even when you play EA, EA, like, sports games, you have to have an account for that to log in to play online. Yeah, I know, and and with the always-on DR, um, DRM with Ubisoft, um, basically, you'll have to use their program no matter what now. I mean, except for hackers, of course, which is what DRM's supposed to stop, but it doesn't. 
you know, that was another thing too, um, with the the complications of all these layers of um programs and apps that you have to log into play to play the games. Mm-hmm. Um one time um for some reason there was a bug with Ubisoft's like um launcher. Uh-huh. So I couldn't play Anno for like two weeks because um the patch that they put out for it it wasn't working for my computer, and they they put out a patch and fixed it. But for like a couple of weeks, I couldn't play my game because I couldn't log into their server to play the game that I bought. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah, and you know, hackers they don't even have to worry about that. They just play the game, you know. Yeah, that's why DRM is just just it doesn't it doesn't do anything. Yeah. It just hurts players. Pat. Yes. Um. Sorry, I get out of this page, and I, you know, I was having trouble with my Google. I mean, my, uh, yeah, Google Docs. Anyways, uh, JC is going to be the executive producer on NBA 2K13, working on a 24-song soundtrack. Cool, I guess. No, I mean, I, I mean, I don't really play the NBA games, but, I mean, that's, you know, you, you got to, I would incorporate a lot of hip-hop music into it, so. Well, I'm just not a big Jay-Z fan, so. What? <laughs> I, I think Jay-Z is overrated. I, I might agree with that a little bit. <laughs> but I just thought it's going to have songs. Yeah, no, I mean, it's cool, but it, it's not like, you know, it's nothing. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's cool, though. That's cool for the people who like the game and like Jay-Z. You know, it, I mean, it's cool, but it almost it almost seems like a little bit much. Yeah. Just, just to, you know, do the soundtrack. And then like, it makes it's almost like a gimmick. Hey, Jay-Z fans who haven't bought NBA... <laughs> 2K games. Let's let's buy, let's put him in there, and maybe you want you want to buy the game now. It's like it's like I like Madden and I like uh, ACDC, but if ACDC like produced the soundtrack, I don't think it would really. I don't know. I don't think it would be really necessary. It would be cool, but it's like wow, they're paying a lot of they're paying they're probably paying him a good amount of money just to make the soundtrack. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. All right, so uh, we all know. GoldenEye for the N64. Well, apparently, director Martin Hollis um, came out recently in an interview and said that the multiplayer was a last-minute addition and almost didn't make the cut, which would have basically made that game a mediocre first-person shooter instead of a multiplayer blockbuster that it was. Yeah, no one would really remember it if it was if it didn't have the multiplayer. Yeah. And basically, they they said, yeah, it was only months before the game's uh, release. They just threw it together, and um, it worked. So, you know, it's like, that's awesome. I'm glad it worked, but it's kind of crazy. Crazy, yeah. You know, that big of a, a multiplayer platform was thrown together. But, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm happy it was there. I, I <laughs> countless hours in that game. <laughs> um... This fall, Star Wars: The Old Republic will be free to play. Yes, I we'll read have... this too. Huh? I said yes. I read this too. I'm happy. Go ahead. Oh, and we'll have some restrict uh, restrictions on some character level and areas of the game. So, in other words, I'm pretty sure all the I think all the main characters are going to be like whatever free to play. But like the I think the the DLC pack ones are going to be. I I don't know this officially, but I'm just taking a wild guess. Some of the new uh, races they added will probably be the ones that are limited on. Yeah, on, uh, well, like what they did in um, uh, Lord of the Rings is basically that anything that came out after release, um, you either needed to buy separately 
or subscribe to their monthly still. Um, and same for areas. You know, you you could get to, let's say, level 60 and do all the level 60 content, but you have to spend $15 on a pack to go from 60 to 65, you know? Yeah. Which I totally agree with. I think that, and I, I've said this, I don't know how many times on this podcast. I twice. think the best way, yeah, twice. The best way to go about um, charging for a MMO now is make it free to play to a certain level and then give options. Say, hey, do you want the next five levels and all the content? Pay 20 bucks. Or subscribe and you can get all the content all the way up to the max level. Hell of content. Because, I mean, you think about it this way. Someone who's really into the game and wants all the content, you know, they're, gonna, they're not going to, they're going to be like, oh, $10 a month to get all that? That's good. And then there's going to be that person that's like, well, I only play a couple times a month, but, you know, once I get there, I might want it. So charge them 20 bucks, you know, one-time fee. Yeah. And I think that's the, the, where, where MMOs are headed, and I think that um, Star Wars, if they do that, then they'll, they'll be probably one of the more successful free-to-play. Um, but I'm happy. I mean, I, unfortunately, due to some complications with... Uh, uh, their login and stuff. I didn't. I still have not canceled my account, which I'm on the three month plan, so it's not like I can cancel it any month. Um, but I will, depending on when this goes, when this goes free, I may have my account the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be. You're gonna get back into it, I'm sure. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll probably play it too. Although this fall, a lot of good games. Borderlands um, 2, and then, of course, uh, the WoW expansion, and a lot of games coming out. So it'll be fun. It's going to be a good fall and winter. All right, so Borderlands 2 will feature a noob-friendly skill tree. Good. will help make the... No, actually, it's not what you're thinking. It'll help make the game more approachable to those that... Basically, people who aren't that good at video games or aren't that good at first-person shooters, um, it doesn't mean that the trees will be simple because the trees are the trees were simple in the first game, and the trees will be simple in this game. But what this actually does is, each tree will have its own type of noob-friendly skills that mm-hmm. um, do different things. The one that they released was an ability that basically. Um, uh, you shoot and it hits the target no matter what, pretty much. So, um, basically, the way they're saying is, you know, imagine you have you, um, you have a kid or a nephew or a cousin that wants to play, but either they're really young and don't really play video games, or they they just don't know video games that well that good at all. Well, then you know their character makes sure they pick up that perk, and then. They'll feel like they're contributing, even if they're not even hitting the enemy. Their bullets will still hit the enemy within reason, of course. It's not like they're going to shoot. I'm shooting up in the air. <laughs> yeah, but basically, if, if they shoot in the general direction, then it'll hit it, hit them. Um, and there's there's going to be other perks. I guess each of the tree will have something that that makes it easier to play. And um, the way they're kind of uh, rationalizing this is, you know, you don't have to take these perks if you're the kind of person that, you, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, hey. I can get all the perks. It'll be like, well, I can make my accuracy a thousand times better, or I can take this other powerful perk, you know? 
So most likely people like us w- would not even touch these perks. We'll get something else, you know, something that'll help us maybe be stronger or whatever. So I, I actually think it's a pretty cool option um, as long as it doesn't get in the way. It's not like you're, you're versus, so it's not like it'll affect, um, you know, playing... Like multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer, because multiplayer is, you know, cooperative. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, it's a good idea because Borderlands was a, a fun game, but it was hard for people who didn't know how to play that kind, kind of game, you know? Yeah, I had fun with it. I had a lot of fun. I love the game. Well, God of War Saga Collection coming out next month. No info on the game in the bundle. Well, guess what? It's been so long since the story came out, there is info on it. Yay! What is it? It's going to be God of War 1, God of War 2, God of War 3, and both God of War uh, PlayStation or PSP games. God of War Origins and God of War Chains of Olympus. Hmm. No, wait, excuse me. Not It wasn't Origins. It was God of War, Change of Olympus, and Ghost of Sparta. Okay. Now, but, it kind of makes me laugh because they already had an HD version of 1 and 2 come out and of the PSP games come out. So now they decided let's bring all of them on one game, on one disc, have all of the games. <laughs> and you're going to... And you're going to buy that one, too. Probably. I can't find my God of War 3 anyway, so shit. Oh, really? I think I let someone borrow it. And, yeah, let's not go there. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's cool. So, yeah, and it, shoot, I mean, even if it comes out at 60 bucks, that's a good deal. Yeah, but I, I bet you it might be a little cheaper than that since it's all games that have already been out. Yeah. And it packs, so. Yep, yep. All right, so Battle.net has been hacked. So if if you have an account there, change your password. Your, Bitches. Uh, not only your password, your password hasn't been uh, compromised, but your uh, security, your email and your security um, question has been compromised. So actually, change your password and your security question. Bitches. This just happened um, around, I don't know the exact date, but around the, I think it was like the 17th of August. So if you if you're listening to this and you haven't done that yet, um, definitely do that. I actually didn't hear about it until today, so I uh, will be changing my my account really soon. As soon as it's over, I just <laughs> fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you just you just letting them know. It bitches. Uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three, the PC will be delayed a month. Any reason really why? Yeah, I didn't really. I probably guess they're still working on bugs or something. But they, it didn't really. It just said it was pretty much. It's just, it was going to be pushed back a month later than what they originally had planned. I, I saw the the trailer for uh, that game, the one where they um, they had a trailer where uh, they were fighting on a, a ship and whatnot. Uh-huh. It looked pretty interesting. I I don't know. I, I might give it a try. I, I never really got into the Assassin's Creed games, but it oh. looked pretty cool. I will most likely buy this game. This game looks oh. awesome. I mean, I I liked all the, all the other ones, but yeah, um, it it looks awesome. So, um, another story that somehow skipped my uh, um, view, and I'm not sure how because I think the last podcast we did was only days before this came out, 
and I've been checking the news, I thought, all the time. Bethesda releases the PC version of Dawnguard on August 2nd. And even though this is, you know, a couple weeks old, I wanted to make sure I said this because um, as of the last podcast, it was not out yet. Um, but this is only for PC. The PS3 version is still not out, and Bethesda has now come out and said it may never see the light of day on PS3 due to it causing more problems than it fixes. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah. Which is why the PC version was delayed so far, but I guess they got the PC version stable enough and good enough to um, release. Now, I did not realize this. This game is 20. This is an expansion, not just a DLC. It's actually $20. Uh, but, add, uh, you know, I went through either last podcast or the one before, all the stuff that it adds and changes. So it's worth it for any fan. I actually um, downloaded it and installed it already, even though I just heard about this today. <laughs> So, um, unfortunately, to recap, PS3 is no-go. PC and 360, go download it. Play it now. Wop. Um, Konami says, there will be no patch coming for the Silent Hill HD collection on the 360 due to technical issues. And the technical issues are are pretty much why they should be. (laughs) There's technical (laughs) issues in the game, so why aren't they going to fix them? Well, from but, did you read it? Did you read the story? Or uh, yeah, but I wrote this story about two weeks ago, so I kind of don't remember it now. I have to look it up. <laughs> Basically, from what I understand, there, uh, it's it it would be too much work, too much time, and too much money spent in patching the game that it wouldn't be worth it, and it it could just cause more bugs. Um, there's technical issues. I'm I'm guessing what they mean by that is because I I read a slightly different story, but same content. Um, by technical issues, I'm assuming they mean that their patching system, um, like maybe I, I I know is they f- the the one for the PS3 was way worse and they were able to patch that one, so I don't understand why they couldn't patch the one for 360. I yeah I don't know I didn't read that, but I do know that yeah it's something to do with the fact that it would it it could cause more problems and it's t- the quote I read was it it would be too hard to patch the game. Whatever that exactly means, I'm not sure. It means that they're being lazy, so fuck it. Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, E3 stays in Los Angeles. I guess there, there's been rumors, actually there's been rumors for two or three years, that uh, E3 is leaving L.A. and one of the possible spots was Chicago. Well, this has now been totally uh, squashed and also rumors of it spreading out through Lo- Los Angeles into multiple vineyards. Vineyards? No. <laughs> Has uh, also, <laughs> I guess I'm thinking wine. I don't know. Has also been um, venues. Yeah, I said vineyards. I know. And so yeah, so that's also been You're stupid. Uh, <laughs> gosh, lack of a better term. So yeah, it's staying in L.A. and it will be in the same. I'm, I'm guessing the same place it's always it's been for the last. I don't know how long. So that's good news. Seventy-eight for, years. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> that's good news for people who live around here or live around there, I should say. Cause, that's or it's kind of a bummer, though. Chicago is closer to me than uh, <laughs> Anaheim is to you guys. I, yeah, I would have liked that, but yeah. True. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to go to E3 one year, maybe, maybe next year. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well. uh... 
Speaking about where you're from there, uh, Frank, a dumb you know, shit in Ohio. Go ahead, go ahead. But uh, yeah. A 15-year-old hospitalized for severe dehydration after four days of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Marathon. Wow. He's from, if I remember right now, uh, I have to, like I said, I, this was from a couple of weeks ago, but he was from Columbus. Oh, okay. And um, he went on that four-day binge. His mother said he stopped a couple times to shower and grab snacks. <laughs> now, he had the time to take a shower. He had time to go get snacks. <laughs> but apparently he wasn't smart enough to maybe at least even drink a soda. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, but I guess he, he afterwards he was walking around and he kept passing out and falling down. And, yeah, he had extreme dehydration. And um, the uh, if the, things weren't tragic enough that he, this dumbass survived... Um, I mean, because if you're that stupid, you don't really should be living. I don't. I don't think so. You you should have just <laughs> died. If you're that stupid to play four hours straight without taking time to drink water, days straight. You mean four four days? Four days. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, uh, four days straight without drinking any kind of water and mo- barely moving around. You you pretty much deserve. You should you should have been killed. I I, you, I put me on record by saying that. I don't care. <laughs> you know though. Um, these stories were kind of new, like back in maybe 2000 when people were getting hooked on StarCraft and then later on WarCraft and World of WarCraft and, other, and, and you know, recently with uh, all these shooters and stuff, people getting hooked in uh, playing them. And, you know, this this guy, he um, was hospitalized, but, you know, there's been a lot of cases of people dying and or un, un, leaving kids unattended for days and stuff like that. You almost think like at this point it's it's kind of like a known thing. Like if you've read articles of people dying from playing a game like three four days in a row, when you're on that second day, don't you think you know perhaps perhaps this is a bad thing. Perhaps it's you know people know what's going to happen if if I keep playing for several but, days. What I want to know is do they like this guy for example? Does he sleep? And if he does, what does he do? Just like. Right when he's playing his game, he just you know decides. Well, okay, if it was four days straight, passes out. I don't, he was sleeping really. You don't think so? No. If it, it says four, the, the story was four days straight. Yeah. I mean, I could see doing that when I was a kid, staying up four days. I could not just stop I, it for snacks and to take it one shower. I could have day. I could have done two days maybe when I was young, but. Well, anyways, then, huh? I was say anyways, like I was saying though. Well, we'll go ahead and finish what you're saying. My bad. I was going to say, even then, man, it's like I get thirsty after a couple hours, let alone. Well, see, exactly. I get, I get kind of bored after a while, actually. Well, I yeah, mean, me too. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. It's the funnest game ever. You know, it's not like. Even yeah. if we were going to go on a four day binge, we would be smart enough to be like, dude, I got to get something to drink. I'll be right back or something. Seriously. You know what I mean? But okay, here's the, like like they made sure they were drinking water in in their quest in the game, but you know not drinking. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> no, if it was attractive enough that, that this kid survived and he didn't die, his mother now took away his Xbox. That's what I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say like after he got out of the hospital, you go like, well, back to Call of Duty now. <laughs> yeah, no, his mom took away the Xbox. So, I mean, it's bad enough that he survived, but now he can't even play Xbox. Uh, <laughs> maybe she should... how old he was. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I... I'm how what? I asked you if, how old he was, but I just 15. reread the story. Yeah, you know, so she they act out in. Oh, go ahead. 
they Activision for a comment and comment or Activision didn't comment, and I'm like, well, what the hell they gotta say? Yeah, our game tell a fun. yeah, you know, and like I said, uh, you know, it, 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 it was the mom gonna try to sue Activision? That'd be so the stupidest shit in the world. Because then all I would say is, actually, if I was Activision, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to come out before and make this statement before they can even try to sue us. We're going to sue that mother for being such a neglected parent. Yeah, seriously, four days. not make sure your kid ate, slept, or anything. Yeah, I mean, when I was 15 years old, there's no way I could get away from my parents for four days straight. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say maybe the mom should just be be careful because maybe this kid just likes doing things at in- intense levels. Like she'll, she'll she'll get she'll be like you know no more Xbox. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you a kite and then next you know five days of kiting. Just chill out, kid. Just do something for a little while. Then t- take a break. Just, he was just standing outside with that kite. Extreme kiting. Didn't, didn't even drink or anything. You know. Uh, but you know, like I was saying, this a lot of you know we, we've heard a lot of. You know, I mean, it used to be, like I said, StarCraft and WoW, but even just Modern Warfare now, I could probably think of um, two, three people who died playing it too long, you know, and, you know, it's not an old story now. You, people should just chill out on that, you know? Yeah. Like like I said, when the first the first person who ever played so long, they died, you know, he was like, you know, that was, you know, he didn't, maybe he didn't think that would happen. But people should know kind of by now. Well, at the yeah. end of the day... The, the the mom has a fifteen year old kid who's been in the room for four days straight, only to leave to grab a granola bar and take a probably a ten minute shower. Yeah, and that's bad parenting. Hey, right he could he could have drink he could have drank some of the water from the shower head. That's what I was saying too. Yeah, I was, I was the same thing. thing. You're in the shower. You could have just stood there with your mouth open for a few minutes. Like, come on, a few seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, all right. Let's let's move on. <laughs> all right. Um. Uh, a little uh, news with the OnLive. Uh, this was actually a couple days ago. Um, uh, apparently, they had issues keeping subscribers. They had um, the, I believe it was the president uh, noted that their servers could handle eight thousand people at any given time, but their cap was usually around fourteen hundred. So obviously, they had you know more capacity than customers, um, and it just came to the point now where they uh, they weren't making enough of a profit to cover their expenses. So the company has been dissolved, and all employees were let go. Um, they basically kind of did a bankruptcy, but not quite. All their assets are being sold to an unnamed uh, investor. And um, for anyone who has OnLive, uh, apparently that they're, they're stating that service will continue. And um, when the, invest, the, the unnamed in, uh, investor forms a new company with OnLive's... Um, uh, Assets uh, supposedly the current on live customers will be able to just continue service on that platform once they do switch over. But for anyone that has it now, you know, again, uh, service will continue. Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking like uh, that's kind of a, a bummer thing. Uh, I, I probably would have tried it myself, but it is kind of pricey. Uh, I notice um, just in general games, um, maybe somewhat with the economy and whatnot, but um. A lot of these like kind of huge endeavors are kind of becoming more risk uh, than they probably would have been, you know, five years ago or so. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, it was just kind of the same deal with uh, even, uh, well, not as bad as 38 Studios, but a lot of the employees, I guess they weren't even given anything. Uh, yeah. Just, well, you know, I, I know you, <laughs> you, kind, you kind of mentioned this. Huh? You kind of mentioned this, Frank, but uh, I was I was reading about this too, and all their services, all their future plans and stuff are still going to go into effect. Um. Even they said that they're going to continue supporting their apps and the console that's going to come out and all that stuff. So you know, it's it's it seems like more than anything, it's um the the CEO couldn't afford to run it anymore. Yeah. So he's kind of uh you know looking for an op- he looked for an option to keep the company running but not be the one in charge anymore. So you know, it might be the best thing that happens to the company. You never know. I'm curious uh, who bought them, actually, if it's just some random person trying to start a new company or, you know, if it's um, maybe like a publisher or, you know, a developer or something. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the CEO is still in charge. Um, he's just no longer owner, I guess. I don't know. I, it's kind of – I don't really understand it. Um, it's it's called a assignment for the benefit of creditors is what he filed. Yeah. And basically, it's he's no longer the one in charge of the money, but I guess he's still in charge of the company. I don't know. But um, also, uh, they said that a lot of the people who were let go from the old way will not be coming back, but some of them will. So I'm not really sure. It's, it's kind of weird. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know much about business and finance. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll probably have more uh, information, or we'll probably be made like you know. It'll probably be announced like if the what the new company if if it will change names will be probably yeah. a couple, like, this is just like a couple days ago, but yeah. I, I did one on live like right before the show, and you could still sign up and everything there's no news like you know on their website you know there's nothing that would you know say that or make it seem as that they're closed you know shutting down yeah, yeah, so you could still sign up and everything on there right now, yep, yep, no news or anything like uh you know no more new accounts or whatever, but um. Yeah, cool. You know, like, like, but yeah, like you said, it could be a good thing. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Just signed in my fantasy football draft. I got the number one pick, baby. What? Mass what? Effect Three DLC. <laughs> <laughs> love. <laughs> Help me say this right. Love. Love. Okay. To be released on eight twenty eight. Can't wait. What is this one? I, I've I've kind of heard about it, but I don't know. Basically, I don't know anything uh, about. It. <laughs> I I was reading it. I'm getting. I, it was a while ago since I read about it. But basically, I guess the the Leviathan is a Reaper or something. Uh huh. Um, basically, the DLC is going to go into uh, the origins of the Reapers, and it's going to add a mission where you. I. Is is it going to be a mission that goes into the, like a. Uh, Again, sorry, I'm stumbling on my words. It's going to go over the origins of the Reapers, but supposedly the team will look for some kind of weapon that um, will help them fight the Reapers. Because I guess supposedly they found a weapon that could kill them or something. I, I, it's kind of it's kind of weird because um, it's it's a they, you know they said they're, that they're going to go look for a weapon that uh, will help fight the Reapers, but. You know, if you already beat the game, it's kind of like, eh, is, will it change the ending, or is it just going to be like, hey, we found a new weapon, cool. Yeah. In other words, don't fear the Reapers. Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I don't know me, if 
interested in the ending or anything, but yeah. I doubt it. But yeah, I doubt it too. For I'm me, so as big as a Mass Effect fan as I am, you know, it's, you know, the series is probably my favorite three game series of all time or series of all time. Uh, I don't plan on playing it a second time until all the DLCs come out. I, w- I wonder how much it's going to come out actually, because uh, I know they were they put everything on hold because they wanted to do the extended cut. But yeah. uh, I mean, what? How many months has the game been out? Five. Um, it came out around February, right? Yeah, I think so. Six so months. Well, and there's only this is like the first single player DLC. Like, I wonder how much is going to come out. Um, well, they'd be really smart to milk this game as much as possible because I know that they plan on making more Mass Effect games, uh, not with Commander Shepard, but people love this game and could love Com- Commander Shepard. So they'd be smart to milk this, you know. Come out with two years worth of DLC at, while they're working on the next game, you know? Yeah. I, I mean... Well, there's a lot. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking it's been six months and there's only one out so far, but... Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, so uh, last news story, and it's something I forgot to put in my... Um, uh, what I've been playing, because it's actually a Facebook game, but it's not your typical Facebook game. I, I found out about this game on Kickstarter uh, when they were on there. It's called Tempest Chronicle. And unfortunately, they did not get funded. But everybody who signed up on their um, Kickstarter, uh, they, they, they had a – or basically, they're in the beta program. Yeah. And um, this is a pretty cool game. It, the way it works is it's episodic. There's seasons and episodes and – all kinds of stuff. Um, the when the game comes out, there will be one new episode a week, and you have there's two pay models. You either pay by episode or pay by subscription. Basically, um, you pay you know for a whole season pass or you pay by episode, and um, you can either play, you know, one a week and then wait for the next episode, or you can wait till the season's over and play them all at once, depending on your playstyle, or you know a combination of both. Um, so it looks like a, I'd say a really, really late generation SNES early PlayStation RPG, um, JRPG. And it works similar to them too, with, with some, with some differences. Um, the fighting system is very simple, but, um, actually I haven't gotten into much of the fighting system because right now the beta only has episode one. Uh, but it's pretty cool. It's about two brothers who their father and mother are scientists. And I think the father uh, – is, again, it's only episode one, so I don't know too much. But I think the, the um, father either discovered time travel or created a way to time travel. I'm not sure which one. You know, And it's a really cool game. I suggest checking it out. I'm not sure. I think you have to be invited by someone who's already in the beta. Um, uh, but, yeah, definitely at least – Google Tempest Chronicles and check it out for when it does come out. Any fan of JRPGs should definitely check this out. Um, it's gonna be an, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I just wanted to kind of plug that for for them. Cool, sweet. All right, so uh, we have two people who have some uh, something to say about our verses. The first one is actually Stephen Rivers, who we've talked about before who was interested in, in doing write-ups for um, the verdict for our verses. 
And, uh, well, he finally, we've been in communication, and he, he decided that he wanted to do the um, finals, which was Marcus uh, Phoenix versus Spider-Man. And he wanted to write that up. So I'm going to go ahead and read this. Um, I am sorry if I stumble over words, but I'm going to do as good as, I, as good as I can. All right, so, both competitive... Right, I'm already starting <laughs> my words. Let me, let me start over. Both combatants... I can't even say that word. <laughs> Both combatants, combatants. Immediately, yeah, immediately spot each other on the ghastly and blackened terrain that is now known as Char. Spider-Man nodding at the baked alive remains of its citizens quips. The placement of these bodies is really hurting the feng shui of this planet, guy. Feng shui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you my designer's number if you'd like. Seeing the great travesty and loss of life the Hammer of Dawn has br brought to this world, Marcus responds to Spidey with a grunt, making up his mind he won't use the hammer unless totally necessary. Marcus instead begins to rev, begins to rev up his MK2 Lancer chainsaw and charges at Spidey. I'll take that as a no, Spider-Man scoffs as he easily evades and flips out of the way of the enraged, pain-filled Marcus. As Spidey shoots and swings on his web to gain more distance and starts to make another joke, Marcus instinctively takes aim down his sights and shoots the web, str web string, causing Spidey to lose balance and lurch through the air. Just as Spidey makes a rough landing, he spots Marcus changing weapons. Whoa, guy, I thought the Punisher liked guns. As if on cue, Marcus lets loose a round from his torque bow, nearly finding its mark on the friendly Spidey's head. Spider-Man finally realizes this is a real fight and launches a web and yanks the bow from Marcus. Spidey then launches a web str string and flies through the air at Marcus at full, uh, full speed, landing a drop kick squarely in the abdomen of Marcus, instantly making him double over. As Marcus tries to recollect himself, Spidey lands a backflip kick that launches Marcus skyward and back down on, on to a perfect roundhouse kick that not only sends Marcus flying backwards, but with such force that the lights in his armor flicker and die. Die out. Jeez, put a set of horns on your head, and I would call you the rhino. Spidey chuckles as he approaches the semi-conscious Marcus. How about you just quit? Spidey, before Spidey could finish his wisecrack, Marcus, as if the red cog had finally disappeared from his vision, jumped to his feet and proceeded to empty out his hammer fist, looking to end not only the fight, but also Spidey's life. Luckily, Spidey quickly noticed and took cover behind a planted boom shield. As Spidey looks around to see if the, cover, the coast is clear to advance, he spots Marcus swing one of his trusty bolo grenades moments before he flails it towards Spider-Man. Spidey easily shoots a web strand at the bolo grenade, capturing it, and in the same wrist motion, spins and launches it back at Marcus with, with it landing squarely on his chest. The combination of the bolo grenade's secondary adhesiveness along with Spidey's webbing makes it impossible for the semi-panicking, semi-relieved Marcus to peel off. As the final beeps of the grenade sounds and Marcus clutches the cog tags of his fallen comrades and curses the web cru crusader's existence, Spider-Man can do no more to pull off his uh, Spider-Man could do no more good but to pull off his mask and allow Marcus to, the ability to look in his eyes from afar. The red spray that finds its way all over Spidey's suit and face makes it clear who has rung victorious this day. So, I thought it was a good one. 
I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, Stephen. That was awesome. It uh, when I read it the first time and I read the ending, I was like, wow, that gave me shivers. That was awesome. <laughs> and the other thing is from Matt Kane, which is from the IAP uh, podcast. He mailed us about um, our our uh, what was it, Batman versus uh, Marcus Marcus Phoenix. And he basically said, hey guys, I just listened to your verdict in the um, finale for the Marcus Phoenix versus Spider-Man. I just wanted to throw this out there. I was greatly disappointed that you guys were so quick to dismiss Batman as an opponent to Phoenix. Batman is a tactical mastermind, and that alone is worthy enough to destroy Phoenix. Not to mention his gadgets. But then an unanimous decision that Spider-Man would defeat Phoenix pains my aching comic-slash-gaming heart. Phoenix is nothing more than Punisher, except he is just a soldier. If Batman can beat Bane, Batman can beat Phoenix. I think you guys got that one wrong and gave Phoenix far too much credit in his semi-final bout. And then weren't consistent in the finals. Either way, nice discussion and look forward to season three. Well, I'm going to have to agree after looking up some more stuff and finding out some more stuff about Batman. I'm going to have to agree a little bit and say that... um, that I, I think we kind of did. Um, after looking up this thing and they were talking about that, uh, that remember that thing I showed you the death battle thing they had was between Batman and Spider-Man? Yeah. Like I said, they really break down everything and um, I mean, I found out stuff I never knew like the fact that Batman can bench press a thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that, but I mean, like, not only not because of his strength, but I, just some other stuff. I, I, I kind of agree that we did kind of jump a little hasty to that, but I, I'm going to give, but I'm, I'm not taking away from Marcus Phoenix at the same time because it's not like, like I said, he's, he's, I, he's really strategy wise, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Strategist? Yeah. And shit like that. And, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I I'm going to have to say that I'm not just going to push over. Uh, Marcus like that, but I think that we might have kind of discussed it a little bit more. Well, I know that um, not that not that uh, uh, it actually changed my vote, but I know I was the third vote in that, and you had both voted for Marcus. But I think what it came down to was he, that he was such a um, strategist, and that Batman didn't have any. Uh, I mean, he does, but you know what I mean, like uh, deadly weapons. That I think that's a, that's in why we ended up giving it to. Um, I, I think it was like the kind of the armor. Yeah, armor and and yeah, and the fact that he had so many uh, Marcus had so many weapons. Um, but either way, what it comes down to, in my opinion, is I think a fight between Batman and Spider Man. Spider Man would have won. Oh yeah. So uh, you know the ending, even, even though even if we may have uh, been too hasty on Marcus Phoenix, the ending is the same. So, um, but yeah, thank you, Matt, for emailing us and letting us know what you think and anybody else who thinks we've done wrong done great wants to see something let us know we love hearing from you guys and um i uh let us know especially what you thought about uh steven rivers write-up um again sorry for me stuttering through it uh i did read it ahead of time but i don't read loud very well so yeah kind of retarded i'm I'm a little yeah i'm a little (laughs) Uh, but thank you again, Stephen. Thanks, Matt. And that's it for our podcast this week. Ooh, that was onto my draft. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get a hold of us, let us know about anything, verses, or just you know say what's up. 
You can email us at kvgt04 at gmail.com. Uh, drop us a line at Facebook on Facebook at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com. And on Twitter at kvgtpodcast, I am at kvgtjeremy. And Patrick is at... Oh, uh, Big Solo 64. No, you're not at football, yeah. Yeah, Big Solo 64. Um, and as for our family, check out the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com, xplay.info, rpgweekly.com, nocorders.net, superbudgetbrothers.com, and the IOT podcast. I have the official... Uh, blog website which I apologize that I did not know before and you can actually find them at beyondtheheadset.co so uh, that's a lot easier to get to them that way and that's it see you guys next time